I, I look back now and I know definitely not healthy. You know, I was doing aerobics like four or five days a week and eating very little food. So I always tell people, I wish I had known CrossFit. Of course, I'm sure a lot of people say this. I wish I had known it sooner. I wish it had been around sooner because I feel like when I had the girls, I mean, I was trying to stay fit while I was pregnant, but I just don't think I had the training or the know-how of what to do. After, you know, how many years? Six or seven years of CrossFit, I actually got some pull-ups. And so it was, it's stuff like that that happens that I'm like, I can get better. Welcome back to the Building Better People podcast. This is your host, Charlie Lima. I have a very special guest today. Julie Crawford joins me on the podcast. Julie is Kelsey's mom, who we just interviewed a few weeks ago, and she is a great role model, a great example, and big inspiration in the gym, but also as a mother and as a wife. And you will love hearing her story. So I hope you enjoy. My name is Julie Crawford. I'm 46 years old. I have I'm married to John, and I have two daughters that are old teenagers have 17 year old Kelsey who also works out here and then who was uh, on the podcast yes yes and then I have a 19 year old Cassidy who um is at school at the University of Texas so how did you let her do that <laughs> well <it's> a, <laughs> we love it's, you Cassidy it's a common question because John and I both graduated from A&M we've lived here for almost all of Cassidy's life and he works there so people are like how on the earth does that happen and I said I think that's exactly what happened. She's been here all her life and been exposed to AM, everything, and she was just like, I'm ready to do something different. And I said, Well, I can't argue with that. And she's done well at the University of Texas. I cannot complain. Well, it's, it, let's be honest, it's the second best school. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, and, and that's what I would tell people. They would, you know, they would question that. And I'm like, I recognize that it's not going to be any Aggie's first choice. But I said, if you're not going to go to A&M, I said, it really is the next greatest state school here to go to. And so... So, small, like, one-minute thing about me that most people don't know is I was actually going to UT. And Uh and I changed my mind. I got into UT. I got into A&M. I was all registered. I was going to live on the University Towers. I don't Mm -hmm. even know if that's still Uh there. Had my roommate picked. In May of my senior year, I changed my mind. Wow. And, and I end up changing my mind to come to AM and the rest is history. I mean yeah. I met Alicia uh, <laughs> exactly. here and you know, started personal training uh-huh. and so very grateful uh, that you that know that that worked out for you. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and the guy that I was gonna live with ended up failing out at the end of his first year. So he so. probably wouldn't have been a good guy. <laughs> <laughs> well, so enough about that. But my, let's talk. So give me a little bit of history because you've been here for a really long time working out with not just College Station CrossFit, but with Train with Charlie, yes. really the original days. Yes. So give me, kind of take me back, rewind me to the absolute first workout you did here. Okay. So there was a, I believe it was an article in maybe the life section of the newspaper one time, and it was about you and train with Charlie and one of the programs that you were getting ready to start I believe was called like a mommy boot camp that's right and it was going to be run out of a park over in Edelweiss and it was basically designed to catch moms I mean I felt like it was I had one at that point Cassidy was in probably kindergarten or first grade and Kelsey was doing a preschool a couple days a week and I felt like it was completely geared to people like that who could drop their kids off 
at like preschool a couple days a week and the timing was such that you could then head to the park and do this workout. So let me just reference, (laughs) we just talked about Cassidy being at University of Texas and we're rewinding time to her being in kindergarten. So you are OG (laughs) around here. So just to make that point because a lot of people don't know how long you've been working out. I know and I always tell people when they say, how long have you been working out? I'm like, well, don't judge my life. Don't, don't judge me by this. But I was like, I've been here a really long time. But you time. have a great but story. So I want to, not to interrupt, but keep going. So yeah, so I started I started with that boot camp and it was run by um, Jamie Hall Jamie, at the time. that's right. And it was great. It was, it, was a, it was moms of all ages. I mean, I can remember meeting some moms who had like older kids and, you know, babies. And, and it was very, you know, it was very friendly for me who I had... I had done like old school aerobics and actually when the girls were little, I mean, it was mostly just like walking, you know, walking with the stroller and stuff like that. So this was kind of my first exposure to like a different level of like fitness and activity and stuff like that. Um, And so I did that for pretty much as long, I think, as the program ran. We, yeah. You know, we did, like I said, we did this stuff at the park a few days a week. And then it kind of, I guess maybe there were some people that kind of dropped and it kind of petered out. And there were some of us that were like, hey, we would really like to still work out a few days a week together, you know, in a small group. Because that's definitely me. I'm not, I'm not a one-on-one kind of person that's way too much, yeah. <laughs> way too much <laughs> attention on just me and what I'm doing. And so um, at that point, I think you were still training and working out of the dome that's right and so there were a few of us that came and did some small group training at the dome for a while a couple days a week and we'd work inside and outside and um with jen miller and christina close in that group yes it was and it was mostly those it was mostly us three that continued and then at whatever point that you got into the, the studio, the, the across, studio the street, across the street party time. Mm-hmm. we moved over there and we started working out with and that Brandon. was 2008 yes yes yeah. because here we're getting close i can always remember that um for some reason in my head i can remember that i did that for a few years yep because we um we again it was a small group thing and it kind of you know Sometimes it was all three of us. Sometimes it was just a couple of us. But we kept doing that for quite a while over and there. Was it when Brandon moved? Yes. In so 11, I think 2011? in 2011, because I always remember that summer of 2011 is when he was getting married and he was moving. And I had, by that point, you were in this facility. Mm-hmm. And we were working out in the personal training side. And I can remember the people that were doing CrossFit. I mean, this was obviously back when all we had were the water fountains in the personal <laughs> training, and they would wander in after a workout, and I would, I would just think, oh my gosh, I don't know how they do that, and I can't, <laughs> I mean, like, I can remember seeing them come in and thinking, I could never do that, like, they just, they're, it's, there's no air conditioning out there, and I just, yeah. I was so intimidated, but then Brandon was going to leave, and so it was like, okay, what are we going to do? One of my one of the girls that I was currently working with decided that she was just going to go back to a reg, just her regular gym and work out on her own. So I thought, okay, I don't really want to personal train by myself, so I wasn't going to just swap personal trainers. So I was like, I guess I'll give this CrossFit thing a try. And I had met a few of the ladies um, over the past over the year 
um, I had met Suzanne and Beth because they had been actually doing CrossFit already. And so I was like, okay, I was like, I know there's a couple ladies that go at that time in the morning and, and they seem friendly, so I'll I'll just try it. And so I did, and I feel like that's such a I feel like that's such a typical CrossFit story. It's like, oh, I did it, and then I was like, oh, this is great. I'll you know, I love it, and and I I did, and I think one of the reasons that it was attractive to me, I was not, I was never an athletic kid. I was the kid that was like. I tried out for seventh grade basketball and didn't make the B team. And I was like, who doesn't make the B team? Like, that's like, I mean, I was like, not, and I was like, that was probably one of the first times where I was like, okay, I'm really just not very good at this stuff. I was never good at the presidential physical fitness stuff. That was always like, you know, a big groan. Oh, geez, here we go yeah. again. You know, just was not my thing. And so I think when I started doing CrossFit, it was something, I was doing things that I had never done before, like with, like lifting weights and learning, you know, learning Olympic lifts and things like that, that I was like, this is pretty cool. And at this point I was, you know, in 2011, gosh, if I do the math, I was, I mean, I was, I guess I was, th I was 40-ish. Right yeah. around, almost turning yeah. 40 or 40. And, yeah. And so it was like, wow, I can't, this is stuff that I would never have thought I could do at any point in my life. And these people think I can do this. Like they, you know, they they are helping me learn how to do this. I can remember, um, I can remember one day we were doing like cleans and I could not clean 95 pounds. Like I tried, I the coach that was there at the time was, was completely helpful and motivating and I couldn't do it. I dropped the bar on my leg, had a big bruise. I mean, I was like, it was not happening. And now I look back and I'm like, I can do grace at 95 now like that. And to me, that's one of the weird things is part of, I think, the mindset changes because every once in a while it creeps into my head and I'm like, I'm getting older, so I shouldn't be getting better. But yet something will happen and I'll be like, oh, like, for example, this year in the open, I got a few pull-ups, and I've been doing CrossFit since 2011 and have never been able to do pull-ups, not for lack of trying. It's just, it's a body weight movement that that has never been in my wheelhouse. And so I'm still not, I mean, I still can't do them like consistently in a workout, but after, you know, how many years, six or seven years of CrossFit, yeah. I actually got some pull-ups. And so it was. it's stuff like that that happens that I'm like, I can get better you know I mean there's definitely things as you get older that you have to pay more attention to but you certainly can still make progress yeah so what was 2000 whenever you started in the boot camp was that like what you would call the beginning of a workout journey for you yes I would say so because because I think what came with it too which is something that 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 CrossFit in general typically brings to the table is a is the nutrition aspect mm -hmm. because I feel like that was a part of it then I feel like you know when we were doing small group personal training that was always part of the discussion and I feel like everything I had done prior to that was just surface level like mm -hmm. I mean I I lost I mean I was probably wearing a size four or a six when I got married, but I've had people tell me, of course not at the time, because you wouldn't do that, but 
that I did not look healthy. Mm. I was too thin. I wasn't, I wasn't, you know, I wasn't using proper nutrition. I was, it was kind of like, you know, typical bride, anything to get into the dress, anything to get, you know. Yeah. And all that is what causes the challenges later. Right. Right. And so, you know, I had been thin if you, you know, for sure, but I, I look back now and I know definitely not healthy. You know, I was doing aerobics like four or five days a week and eating very little food. And I could How, maintain that. When was that? That, that probably started, when, well, when I graduated from A&M here, I got a job here teaching and John was still in school. So for at least a year, and this was the year like leading up to when we got married, all I had to do was get up, I'd go to work. He was doing school and studying, whatever. I'd get up and go to work, I'd teach, I would come home, I would go to an aerobics class, I would come back home that night and probably have like a little bowl of pasta for dinner and then do schoolwork and go to bed. And that was literally my routine every day, you know, at least for the five week days. Were you on like a low calorie diet at that time? I would say low calorie and and really at that point it was low fat was the thing. Mm -hmm. You know, keep, I I can remember like sprinkling butter flakes on my (laughs) pasta because it wasn't butter with fat. And that was back then, that was something, you know, that they thought it was, I feel like counting fat grams was huge. Well that, and so when I was in seventh grade, which would have been 2000, I mean, 19, uh, I guess graduating in 2000. So 94, mm-hmm. maybe three, mm-hmm. that was the fat gram diet. Yes, yes. You know, and you that's count how gra- many yeah. fat, I mean, Taco Bell, which Absolutely. I loved back then, yeah. came out with a low fat taco. <laughs> yeah, and you're like, okay. And it could work into my diet, exactly. you know, and so. And you live and learn. And so I look back now and I'm like, okay, I realize now that I was probably completely under my body no matter what I was doing. I mean, I'm sure... I, I didn't know anything about like your basal metabolic, metabolic rate, and I mean I didn't know any of that kind of stuff. And so I was just like, I just need to not eat that many fat grams or yeah. that many calories. And and so yeah, that was fine. But then fast forward to like after we got married, and then you know it, and we moved, and then at some point you know I'm pregnant with Cassidy, and it's like all of that just kind of like goes out the window and 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 of course then I'm pregnant and we've moved to a town that has like no gym and so I'm trying to work out at home I'm trying to walk in the neighborhood but um so I had been on kind of that struggle bus for a while mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> to, and then you know and then like I said I always tell people I wish I had known CrossFit of course I'm a lot of people say this I wish I had known it sooner I wish it had been around sooner because I feel like when I had the girls, I mean, I was trying to stay fit while I was pregnant, but I just don't think I had the training or the know-how of what to do. And so mostly what I did was walk, but I can remember before Kelsey was born, just trying to walk the track and just thinking I was going to die. Cause I was just, it, it was just so, it was just too much, you know, yeah. at that point. I just wasn't. You know, and you referenced that, which would have been when you were basically a new mom. And with, you know, Alicia having us having the kids lately and, and Kate was born in 2012 mm-hmm. and her, Alicia's real fitness journey started post Kate, you know, that's when she started really embracing yes. CrossFit, coming to the gym. And it just opened my eyes to what women go through, right? Mm-hmm. After 
giving birth, right? Uh-huh. And being a mom yes. and the, how consumed you are with not just during the day, but through the night. Mm-hmm. And I'm reminded of this yes. now with yes. the new edition. <laughs> but I honestly feel like, you know, the gynecologist or the women's doctor on that follow-up, you know, because we have a six-week follow-up mm-hmm. in about three weeks for uh, the baby we just had, the doctor should prescribe a CrossFit program because a woman in that state, you know, at, at six weeks post-pregnancy, like newborn, just the community. Well, like, that's what I was going to oh say. Goodness. That's something that I think, and like I said, that goes back to me not really being interested in like super personal training because I like people and my friends will tease me about that they're like you're everybody's friend you talk to everybody but that's one of the things that I I think is so huge about CrossFit and and I'm sure you can find this in other places but I mean we we have classes that we pretty much regularly attend most people do we can jump around but most people have their regular classes and and if some of our ladies are not here and we don't know why we'll we'll find out you know where have you been hey what's going on you know when you know we've missed you at class and i think that's huge and like you said when you're a new mom there's nothing like getting back out there and being with people and feeling like a real person and fe- you yes. know and that i think that's we were like just... i said that's a huge thing that i think i would have enjoyed had I been involved in CrossFit when the girls were born is because you can mo- that's you can modify anything. Exactly. I know that I can show up on any day. Heck, I wouldn't come half the time if I couldn't modify. I know I can show up on any day and whatever's written on the board, I there's a way that I can do it. And that goes for, you know, new moms or people who are maybe nursing a certain injury or something. Yeah. Is you don't have to just sit at home or not show up. You can come and there's a huge benefit to just the break from the mm-hmm. the newborn, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, oh, just getting sure. that breather and getting your heart rate up. Yes. Even if it means you're just going to stretch and bite, right. let's be honest, right. like row. I mean, it doesn't have to, or walk. Yes. It's just, and, and the, the fellowship with other mm-hmm. women and people and, like you said, getting out of the house. Yes. And yes. so I just bring that up because you talk about that season when you had Cassidy and then Kelsey was soon after. Yes. And just that time that you wish you would have had something like this. And I think that there's... You know, Alicia and I are so grateful. Uh, we, we talk about just the season of life that we're in uh-huh. and the friendships that we have in this gym and the people. And it's like, it's like we feel so spoiled right now, like so grateful for the community because we know it's, it's so rare, you know? Yes. And one thing that I love about our community, and I speak primarily to the women's class because that's where I spend most of my time. It's not just, it's not just the young moms or it's not just it's such a wide range like I mean I have friends that in this class that are married that are not married I I am friendly with girls who are college students who come to class um there's ladies older than me that come Mm -hmm. to class we have such a wide range of the seasons like and I think that's part of what is so nice is I think that's why it's easy to be supportive of one another because there's somebody that's either already been there and can offer advice or be supportive or somebody who's maybe not there who can be, you know, somebody else that you can bounce yeah. your issues off of or whatever. And I think yeah. that's 
one thing that, that I really like about it is you're not surrounded by people who are doing exactly the same thing you are in life right now, but that's what makes it Diversity. Nice. Mm-hmm. What, mm-hmm. Um, so after Kelsey was born, were you done with working out until the mommy boot camp or was that a, a, that short I period of think, time? I think I was, I think I was mostly done. I want to say there might have been a time period where I was like, literally just going to the gym and like walking on the treadmill mm-hmm. but I, I and I had convinced myself and I know and I know now that there is a better way to incorporate both but I'd convinced myself that it was okay to just be a mom and just do the kid thing and I'd have time to work out once they got into school and so I wasn't really forcing that into my schedule because I just felt like you know it was it was one more thing that I was trying, it was one more time that I was trying to figure out, you know, what to do with her or, do, mm-hmm. you know, are, are we get, am I going to push her in the stroller every morning, you know, or should we be doing more child friendly thing? You know, it was kind yeah. of that point where I was really trying hard to be mom yeah. and I was overlooking the fact that it would have been good for me to, to have some of that me time. Well, I want to encourage you that you're a great mom. <laughs> I witnessed it firsthand <laughs> all over the years, um, and, and you've got great well, kids. I appreciate so. that. Um, so you, mommy boot camp, or you told us about mm-hmm. that one, then mm-hmm. personal training, CrossFit. So tell me what went through your mind when you first came to the first CrossFit class that you attended. Uh, well, probably first of all, because it was July, I really probably thought I was going to die because <laughs> if nothing else, the humidity and the heat, you just, yeah. it's, it's a thing. And when you're like used to being in the air conditioning and not sweating and I, my mom will probably, she will tell you that there was a time when I was little that I told her I didn't want to do it if I was going to sweat. And that was, <laughs> that was my old, that was myself. That was my child self, but it just takes a little bit of adjustment to getting used to and that was back before we had all the outdoor cover yeah. and all that stuff so we were just pretty much in the box yeah. there's not a lot of breeze no <laughs> and um but but I don't ever remember feeling I don't ever remember feeling afraid or intimidated to the point that I wasn't going to come back like I felt like I can do this and part of that I think was the welcoming community the mm-hmm. You know, the yeah. people that were here, because that's part of what I tell people. No, everybody starts kind of at their own place. And some yeah. people, I mean, I, I know that as you do get to know people here, I mean, I meet people and I'm like, oh, that person was a college athlete. You know, like, wow, they're, you know, some people, they, everybody comes with a different background. So some people are going to bring more to the table to start than say me. Yeah. But I'm okay with that because I know there's plenty of, regular people just like me who mm. come here and start from scratch. Yep. And so one of the questions I think that you can answer because it's you have a reason or a purpose or uh, an answer to it is you're you're very consistent. You know, when I think about over the years somebody who's just kept coming, right? Mm-hmm. And how many times I can tell you firsthand like how defeated I've felt at workouts and how times I've felt mm-hmm. like I mean and defeat is a strong word, but like even today, you know, I did this workout and then I look and Britt, you know, close friend of mine uh-huh. and TJ beat me by three minutes, you know, and 
but I, it's not going to deter me from mm -hmm. working out tomorrow, you oh, know, no. but, but that's a minor example. And I think anybody who does this sport or it, recreationally works out in a CrossFit gym faces that, mm -hmm. you know, on a, on a really regular basis, like times that I didn't get double unders, or I still mm -hmm. don't have pull-ups or am I really cut out for this, you know, but when you stick and stay, when you just keep coming back, what happens is you get better, mm -hmm. you get healthier, let's be honest, because yeah. our goal, I mean, yes, pull-ups are great, and those are byproducts of getting healthy, but our goal is to, in 10 years from now, I mean, I, or 20 years from now, I want to be Mike Gentry. You right. know, I want to be able to come in here and, you know, be 60 years old and hang with the young guys and cut mm -hmm. around and move and be mobile and, you know, go back or backpacking in Colorado uh -huh. with my granddaughter on my shoulders, yeah. you know, the, the, but the byproducts of that are we just get in the best shape of our lives. Right. But if we don't stick and stay, if we, you know, cause you still have, I mean, you're still young. You still, Mike Gentry's, <laughs> you know, and he's still young. He's yeah. got, I'm excited to see where every person yes. continues to go. And so what has, what has, I guess, kept you coming back or what is it that you have overcome in terms of like that, even that little voice that's ever told you like, you're not, this isn't for you. I think it's two things. I think part of it is the people because all across the board, I've met people that I've connected with and, you know, I can remember Jenny Marquardt and I are, um, we don't get to work out together a lot because of our, because of the work schedule during the year, but we love to work out together and we try to, to make that a point. And I can remember being out there with her on a run occasionally and running is not our favorite thing. It's not, <laughs> we're not, cardio is not our thing. And so, you know, we'll be running and we'll be huffing and, and one of us will say, but we're here, we're not on the couch, and you know, most of our friends, a lot of our friends, are not out here doing this. And like you said, 10 years from now, we'll still be doing this. We still might be super slow, but we're gonna be out here doing the workouts. And so I think that's part of it. And then the other part of it is getting to see a little bit of progress. Because like I said, that's the thing. I mean, if I felt like I was falling apart, that would be one thing, but I still feel like I make progress. So I may be getting older or I may have been doing this for a while. And, you know, you hit kind of a plateau and you think, well, I mean, you're not going to make, you're not going to get a PR every time you do a max lift because you make, you know, you make that growth kind of in the beginning as you're getting into it and getting stronger. And then you're like kind of maintaining your strength for a while. You're not actually always, you know, hit PR every day. And so once you realize that, then it's kind of like, well, I'm, I'm getting a little bit stronger every time using that strength in other ways. Like I said, I haven't had maybe a barbell PR in a while, but I did get to do some pull-ups. So I'm getting better and, you at know, different I, things. It's, it, and I can't help but think about earlier what you said about I couldn't even clean 95 pounds. Mm -hmm. And then now you can do Grace RX, which right. is 30 clean and jerks at 95 pounds. Right. Not just cleans. And shoulder overhead. So, which is my favorite lift. <laughs> I have several friends, and, and we've said if we could do Grace together, we would kill it because I would have somebody else clean the bar, and I would do the jerk, and we would be awesome because. So. That's you know again you find that part of that is finding 
things you enjoy. And I really, I enjoy barbell work. Mm. I, it's, I've never done it before. And, you know, until I started CrossFit, I never did. I was not involved in anything at high school where we trained in the weight room or anything like that. So I'd never done barbell work until I started CrossFit. And that's kind of, like I said, that's kind of one of my favorite things. And I think it's because it's something that I was, that I never would have thought I could do. And so at 40 years of age, I start doing barbell work and it's kind of fun. Well, and, and if, you know, as me being a parent as well, you know, we love our kids, right? Mm-hmm. And, and and I think as they get older, um, as I've learned from even being around parents of older kids, like you want the best for your kids. Mm-hmm. I mean, I want the best for my kids, but that only grows, right? Mm-hmm. And if you think about what you've done, what the example that you've set for Kelsey mm-hmm. and just having her on the podcast and hearing her and just how much this is impacting her. I it, think... It, to me, it's huge because I was always one of those kids, and, it, and everybody says this. You look back at your high school self, and you're like, why did I ever think I was fat? Why did I ever worry about not? Because you look back, and you're like, wow, I wish you know, wish I had that body today. Mm-hmm. And I know, ev- you know most little girls kind of go through that. And that's one thing that I thought once I got started with CrossFit and could see the benefits and the 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 gains as far as like I said like you know lifting the barbell and some of the the body weight movements that are just really hard to do it was nice for me to be able to see strong women and be introduced to kind of a different um I don't know a different population of women where it wasn't all about being skinny because Kelsey has my genetics. I mean, we're we're not going to be Victoria's Secret supermodels. It's, that's not us. But for her to be able to see the the strength and the ability of some of these strong women was was very important to me. And then to be able to see that she could do that. And of course, she started out. Um, she probably said this in her podcast. I mean, she would come with me in the summer to the women's class and she was afraid to put a 35 pound barbell over her head. I mean, she was just, it was intimidating at first, mm-hmm. but now, I mean, she has passed me by leaps and bounds and she can do so many things that at this point, honestly, like I don't think I'll ever be able to do, which is fine. But you know, like when she got her first bar muscle up yeah. this, this spring during the open, I was just like, I was so amazed but so proud of her because that's one of those things that I'm like she doesn't she doesn't obsess I don't think she obsesses about you know how she looks or whatever I mean she looks great but she's all about making progress and she has oh and her podcast is just it's gold for anyone who is teenager or parent of teenager Mm -hmm. and really helping i mean we want all of our kids female especially to think like she thinks right now and it's because of this you know honestly i mean i'm sure there's other factors there you you and john's parents but also just um her being around this environment Mm -hmm. right and and then having people like brooke wells or uh camille yes like that's most of who she follows yep on i mean she knows people she she 
tips me off to people. You know, we went to regionals this year to watch, and she knew. She was like, hey, I want to, you know, she's like, I'm really cheering for Alexis Johnson. She's this girl, and she's like a Ph.D. student at Rice, and she teaches math. and Like, she she follows these girls, and she knows a lot about them. So, first of all, she knows that a lot of them do more than CrossFit, and they're very successful at CrossFit and whatever else they're doing, you know. And so, she follows them just as women, and I think that's great. And, you know, she's, I feel like she definitely... I don't know that she has goals as far as like she wants to try to compete at a high level, but she definitely wants to continue, you know, her CrossFit. And she's already talked about she will probably follow her sister to Austin to go to school. And so she's already talked about like gyms there that she wants to look at. Like she, she wants to continue. Oh, there's not a question as whether or not she's going to CrossFit. It's going to become, and I've always said, because we've had a ton of college students. You know, we started CrossFit mm-hmm. uh, affiliate in 08. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I graduated A&M class of 04, 2005 was when I actually graduated. But thought how cool would it have been to be a member at this gym while I was in college. Right. And, and I think, you know, for Kelsey to find it, you know, just I see guys up here that are in college. And it's, it's the coaches even, like Trent right. and Josh. And it's just like, man, this is the coolest thing in the world. You go to class and you come up here and, and you, you work out. out. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I mean, it's just a cool experience, you yeah. know. I mean, it would. And be... I feel like, I feel like the other advantage that she's going to have is that she's going to bring skills, which, not that that matters, but that she already has such a background that wherever she goes, she's not going to feel intimidated. She knows, yeah. she knows that she can do the work, and that's you know, I think that's important. You know, when you walk in the door. You don't have to be intimidated by what's written on the whiteboard because you know... She's excited. You can do that. Yeah. <laughs> so one of the, I think, the coolest uh, things that as we're expanding on this, uh, principles or uh, lessons or that we can take away and as the listeners listening can take away from your story is going back to sticking and staying. Mm-hmm. Because I think that, that that's rare is most people, not just in, not CrossFit, I'm talking working out, mm-hmm. eating healthy, heck starting a business yes they they, it becomes so hard that they quit Uh right there's a point when man i've been eating healthy for 11 days (laughs) right and it's just yeah or you know i've been crossfitting for (laughs) 90 90 days and and now my you know or i've got this little injury and and everything tells them to stop right like everything tells them to stop and um, this is a marriage principle. You know, people are struggling in their marriage and, and, you know, they're two years in and it's hard and it's work. And I promise you there's times that you can probably, they don't come to your mind right mm-hmm. now. You don't have to expand on, but there's days that you probably felt like that, uh-huh. you know, and, and many people listening can, can say that. And, and I think that one of the neatest things is the fruit, right? So we talk about like the harvest and, uh-huh. and, and work in the field. And then you don't see the fruit until, you know, when the rain comes right. and you've been working the dirt. And, and so you have literally been doing this for over 10 years. And I think one of the neatest things that you wouldn't even have known 10 years ago is that like talking about Kelsey uh-huh. it, is that you part of your harvest, part of your fruit, part of what the, what you've done and not quitting is caused your daughter to have a passion mm-hmm. and even created a really cool relationship 
Yes. You know, not that y'all didn't have a great relationship, but you don't. This is just a new, really cool way that y'all connect. You right. went to CrossFit right. Invictus. You know, you oh, travel yeah. and you go. Uh-huh. You went to regionals and um, and I know with our kids, you know, me having three now, you're going to connect in different ways mm-hmm. with each one. So right. you and Cassidy probably connect on different ways because I don't think Cassidy does CrossFit. No. <laughs> no. But that y'all to have that become part of your. You would have never known that 10 years ago. No. Oh, And no. because of your willingness to not quit, to keep coming, when it was hard, now you're enjoying that. And your daughter is going to be honestly be blessed for decades. Right. Because she's not facing some of those health challenges no, and, that a lot of these girls at her age do. And I think part of that that we've both gotten is the fact that here, for sure, I know it's a CrossFit kind of a principle, but... That nutrition is incorporated into into the discussion, and so it's not just I'm going to be a runner and I'm going to run several. Mo- I mean, it's it's like the total package. It's like here's your workouts, and this is we're gonna you know we're gonna do weights and we're gonna have some cardio, and we're also gonna talk about how your nutrition needs to fuel your body. And I think that's something. Again, it's totally helped me, um, but I think for her. It's been a huge factor in, I mean, she's a teenager, so you expect them to pretty much eat poorly all the time. I mean, I heard her podcast. She's, yeah. And she, you know, she has her moments where she's like, I just want this. And I don't ever, it's hard almost because I see how hard she works to eat healthy, that I sometimes think I have to stop myself from saying, oh, don't eat that. Because really, she should be able to eat things like that occasionally because she is just a regular teenager who is not, I mean, she's not technically training for anything. She, But she does such a good job most of the time that when she sometimes strays a little bit, I'm like, uh, maybe you shouldn't eat that. And she looks at me and I'm like, okay, yeah, you're right. It's fine. You can, but she knows what to go back to. And she's very, well, her default setting now is health, healthy. Right. Absolutely. Which if I could, if I could say, you know, how many people, you know, want to be healthy and how many people aspire to be healthy and make good choices and work out regularly. Mm-hmm. And if I can say like the goal, like if mm-hmm. we're honest, it's, it's not come to the gym and it's not even eat chicken and broccoli. No, the goal is, to have your default setting be be healthy, right? Like, because that means every decision you make is going to. And for so many years, I know what having a default setting of not healthy looks right. like because I was like that. You know, absolutely. I mean, right. if I opened the refrigerator in high school, it, I mean, the, it, first of all, bottled water wasn't even a thing no. back then, and I don't even know if refrigerator water was, but it, it was cokes. You know, <laughs> the default setting was cokes. You know, it yes. wasn't water. And and when you're healthy. The default it's, settings water. water. You know, you almost have to like try really hard to like convince yourself to eat that bad food yes. or drink yes. that bad beverage when you're healthy default setting. Yes. You know. Like she won't I mean we I I probably haven't had I don't drink sodas. I do drink tea. That's the mm-hmm. one thing that I will but but I'm really mostly water and tea and she's pretty much just water and you know, that's she's She's done that for a couple of years now, and and it is. It's like you said, a default setting. If we go somewhere, she's like, "Well, I don't want the drink. I don't, you know, I don't. I just, I just want a water." Yeah. And so, 
like you said, with the food, I think that is the default setting. If we're on vacation and we're going to, you know, this great brunch place that we've, you know, talked about or read about, I mean, we're going to get like, yeah. we're going to get the whatever, chocolate chip pancakes sometimes, <laughs> you know, we're, but that's part of, like you said, then going back to the default setting so that when we are, that's not a regular, that's not an everyday occurrence. Yeah. You know, we, we cook ahead, you know, we, we meal prep mostly breakfast and during the school year lunch for sure. Yeah. And part of it I think is, and I'm, I think she kind of gets this. I don't know that, I mean, I think there's a lot of people that get it and some people that don't really like to hear this, but it's when you view your food more as fuel than as a treat or as entertainment mm-hmm. or anything like that. And so the fact that we will eat the same thing for lunch five days of the week during the school year because we prep it on, you know, we prep whatever the chicken and the spinach salad and whatever and just eat that five days in a row, like that doesn't bother us. But some people would be like, oh, I don't eat the same thing every day. I had that yesterday. And I get that. I mean, some people need the variety, but but we, we've we kind of gotten into a routine where same thing with breakfast. We'll do egg, sausage, sweet potatoes. She told me about that. It sounds delicious. It's, it's so easy to throw together and it's good for... You can put it in little individual containers, pull one out, heat it yeah. up, and then you've got it there, and there's yeah. no temptation to, like, eat the No, meal thing. prep is huge, <laughs> mm-hmm. and it's, it, you know, I remember her sharing that mm-hmm. about you and her, and obviously I know you're taking the lead, and just, again, being awesome mom and helping her and planning. and um, Well, it, she's definitely part, you know, there's days where I'm like, <sighs> like I'm just really tired tonight. I don't think I'm gonna meal prep. I'll do it tomorrow. So in the morning, just grab a Cliff Bar, and she'll be like, "Mom, can't you just make me eggs?" And I'm yeah. like, "Okay." Yeah. <laughs> so she definitely. Well, she helps keep you in line. Yes, you know, and, she does. and that's the beauty of it. You know, it's become it's this a partnership. Like, it is, and mm-hmm. I think that's just the, a big highlight um, of your story is that you know you're leading by example and the goal is for the apprentice to to even be greater than the teacher right right? i mean for her to go on and do great like she's already got her bar muscle up you know and and so she as a parent too or anybody that you're mentoring you would love for that person to go on and do more than you right and 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 i think it gives her a good background because she will you know, she'll be a senior this year and then she'll leave the house and she'll basically be on her own. And she's talked about that. Like, I think she will live in some kind of a dorm the first year and that will probably be the hardest mm-hmm. because she is used to being able to make her own food or make at least her own choices. And, yeah. you know, there it, it'll be hard because it'll be all the food will be prepared for you and put in front of you mm-hmm. and she it will be her choice to have to say I'm just going to eat these eggs mm-hmm. and I'm not going to eat all this other stuff yeah. or you know and that's yeah. but I think she has a really good background for that because yeah. she's she's been doing that now for a year or so and will continue yeah. so hopefully that's that great will. so last question and uh the question I ask everybody is the the goal with not just the podcast, but even just the gym is to help people be inspired, right? We want to take that person off the couch 
so that they can come in, whether it's our gym or maybe somebody listening that works out at another gym mm-hmm. and they haven't been going, but just to start working out because we believe that if you're exercising, that you're becoming a better version mm-hmm. of you. And, and that's where building better people comes from. So how does you working out make you a better version of you? Oh, well, for starters, I, you just feel better about yourself. And there's things that you see, you know, subtle changes in whether it's physical changes in your body or the way that you feel in general. And I think that's what that's what makes me a better person is I feel better about myself. I feel like if I wasn't working out, I would feel like I was missing something. I would feel... I would feel bad. I would not. I would not be happy with what I was doing with my body, and because now I've done it for so long, I would miss it. And we do. You know, we we say that like we miss it when we're gone because we miss the community. We we're you know there's a there's a tiny bit of you know panic in the back of your head like I I don't want to lose anything. I want to make you know I want to maintain my health and my physical fitness and stuff but um just just being out and and being with the people like I said I think it's it's like we talked about with kind of like with the new moms it's the whole package it's the getting out it's the being active it's 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 being with the people that are encouraging and I always tell people when I when I run into people who might be considering it especially women because that's I can speak to the women's class I say I would I probably would not have done it if I'd had to start off in a class full of everybody but I said I love the women's class because it is so comfortable and it's so inviting and I said now I'll work out in any class but if but if you're not if you're if you're a female obviously yeah and you're not sure I said it's the perfect place to start because I said once you get there and you get comfortable, you'll you'll feel comfortable doing anything, and it, it kind of it's like it grows on you. But it's a very comfortable environment to start in, and then once you get used to it, you'll do whatever. Thank you for tuning in today. Don't forget to subscribe to the Building Better People podcast, where you will hear more stories of individuals being positively impacted by living a healthy lifestyle.